Hi pals, I'm Dominic, and this is the DC Talks Daily Podcast for the week of April 22nd, 2019. Hi pals, I know I missed most of last week, and it's really because of a cold that's just lingering around, and and be honest with you, it's still lingering around, especially in a household of four children. It's something that we just deal with on a routine basis. You can also see I'm in some new digs here, a new background on the video version, if that's the one that you are listening to or watching, and um, filling out the house here, trying to figure out uh, where, where the best place is for this studio we are in. A small house and that's something that um, I've talked about here and there and it depends on uh, when you have caught a video from me or a podcast and, and if you haven't uh, you live in a tiny place it's only about 950 square feet 980 square feet so, somewhere in there and uh, uh, there's six of us like four kids and so it is a little bit of a challenge to like find dedicated space where I can do this then also without someone screaming in the background or someone walking by or causing problems and then being in the middle of the house. And so kind of testing around and see where this would best fit. This is where I am right now. Probably gonna be some more changes if you're watching the video version. This week, the things that I really wanna cover, uh, it actually continues to be more Linux stuff. Uh, and that's what I'm gonna talk about today when it comes to the 1904 Ubuntu Disco Dingo release and is the most recent release from Ubuntu Linux, uh, which is good, you know, causes a whole bunch of other things with a bunch of derivatives when this new update comes out because there's all the, the flavors that Ubuntu has and then there's all the ones that are based on the versions of Ubuntu and it depends on if it's on a current one like 1904, if it's on an LTS like 1804 or 2004, which will be next year. Talk a little bit more about that and my thoughts on the Disco Dingo release. Also this week, I'm gonna cover some Firefox stuff. Gonna look at the tech bag that I talked about now two weeks ago that would be for a weekend project and talk about what our new weekend project is going to be. So I'm looking forward to that. But today, what I really want to get into is this Disco Dingo release. And I'm taking a little bit of different approach because this isn't actually a review of the operating system. There are tons of people who have done that and they've done a fantastic job of covering the Disco Dingo release. Everything from the standard GNOME Ubuntu release 1904, the, 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 the vanilla flavor of Ubuntu, to all the derivatives, Zubuntu, Ubuntu, Ubuntu Mate, or Mate, and all the derivatives that come out, and then also all the additional spins that, that are going to come out of it where there's people who are based on Ubuntu. There's lots of great content out there about how great this release is. All the new features are going to come into it. I'm not going to be able to add anything to that conversation as far as at a technical level, how good the Disco Dingo release is or is not or a feature that's missing or whatever have you. What I really want to talk about, and this is a chance for me to think about because I've been on an LTS for some time now, is to look at the draw of installing the new versions of Ubuntu or any version of Linux. And where I've kind of found myself as a LTS version instead of a distro hopper. Now, for those that are in Linux or have used it recently, you're gonna know what I'm talking about, which is when you first get in, you find your first distribution. And that first one, it's near and dear to your heart, is the one that really introduces you to all the cool things that are available to you for free in a free operating system to fix your computer. More than likely, that's where you came from. You had a problem with your computer. You needed to fix it. You downloaded Linux and you know what? You used it for a while. You read more about freedom. Freedom caught your attention. Got to play with this some more, then you found some more uses for it. And the next thing you know, kind of just make a political decision to stick with Linux. What can I say? And when you go through that process, then you start to find all these additional flavors. And there's Manjaro and Anagros, and then just regular old arch where you're going to build it from scratch. 
and there's all these versions of Debian, there's all these versions of Ubuntu, and there's Fedora, and there's all their spins of Fedora, and there's these outlandish ones that are kind of out there, and they're maybe based on Ubuntu or Debian or Fedora, and they do things a little bit differently, and you're kind of playing around with every single one of them. You try every single desktop environment under the sun and you're willing to bounce around because it's like going into a candy store you know that pretty much every candy you're gonna pick up and eat is going to be fantastic it is just candy for your mouth it is sweet and juicy and delicious and you love it and you're willing to jump around because there might be one out there that is sweeter tastier you know maybe just better all around than the candy that you picked up the very first time. So you distro hop like crazy. And that's exactly what I did. I jumped around all over the place. And eventually I came back to Ubuntu because of the LTS version, especially because of the five year supported LTS for the vanilla Ubuntu. That's the one that I kept coming back to. And that's the one that I really keep as my main driver on my primary desktops. For the laptop, I do have a test bed that I use on the laptop where I install like the latest and greatest and always just see what's going on. I'm not really a rolling release person, which is why Mantereos and Anagross and Arch in general never really caught my attention. It's the same reason why Fedora never really caught my attention, just because I didn't want to go through an upgrade process every six months. I'm saying that you have to, it does the support does last longer for fedora but just wasn't you know, just wasn't in the cards i really like the long-term support even though i would upgrade maybe not in the all, wait all five years it'd be every new lts i would definitely upgrade and i've been using ubuntu since like 804 or 1004 it's been kind of in that range and so with this disco dingo release 1904 the question is do you jump off of an lts if you're on 1810 it's no brainer you just go straight to 1904 or 1910 you just keep doing that release cycle if you're into the six month release cycle you can go ahead and do that but if you're on 1804 do you jump up to 1904 knowing that in nine months you're going to have to upgrade then that's really up to you it's not really in my bag like i was saying but the disco dingo release is a fantastic day for linux this is and these ubuntu releases are such a great day for linux in general that get some headlines get people talking about it people talking about the differences get people who are really into it to talk about it on their social profiles things like that it's a great day for computing not just linux it's a great day for computers because if you want to think about it really hard linux gives you and in this update just gives you a bunch of stuff for free and you can upgrade at any time at no cost and you could just go ahead and go through that whole process and you could just have fun with it and you can do whatever you want with it and you can give it away to uh, to other people unlike the other competing operating systems that are out there the biggest ones being windows and os 10 or mac os you just get this free stuff today and you get to do whatever you want with it and if you know what if you choose not to upgrade you don't have to you can just sit on it and not upgrade and you wait for backports of things that are in 1904 to finally land on 1804. Or you can wait until elementary OS rebases on 2004 and make that upgrade then. You don't have to do anything. And you don't have to upgrade your computer. You don't have to upgrade any of your hardware. You don't have to go find new drivers or anything that's in your box because it's just going to work. And that's the best part about these Ubuntu releases and about Linux releases in general. This is a great day for computing because it's a reminder that you own your computer and you can do what you want. It's not like Mac OS, which prompts you every day to tell you that a new version is out. They release a new version every single year. And every year they move some things. 
They change how, how it works in general. They tweak things to fit the way that people who work at the Apple offices, the engineers that work there, the way that they think that you should use your computer. And when you get that notice to upgrade, you don't get to dismiss or leave me alone. You get details or install. And when you click on details, it opens up a new window so that you can see the latest versions and why you want to upgrade. Even if you don't, you still have to deal with that pop-up that's always going to be there. I know because I use a Mac at work and it's something that bugs me all the time because I don't want to upgrade. My computer is working just fine the way that it is and I don't need to do that. But Apple knows better and it wants you to for and forces you to do that upgrade. And at a certain point in time, they deem their operating system update isn't for your hardware. Your hardware is no longer good enough and you just have to deal with that. And Apple gets to make that decision. Linux does not make that decision for you. If you want to continue using a computer, you can keep doing it. And even though new versions of Linux may not always support, say, 32-bit architecture, there are still distros out there that support it. So no matter how old your computer is, you can still continue to use it because you own it. And that's just like with Microsoft. The jump from Windows 7 to Windows 10 has obviously irked a lot of people. And it's going to come back around because Windows 7 is going to be end of life in January 2020. And that is just around the corner for a lot of people who have to figure out what they're going to do and if they're going to buy a license for Windows 10. Maybe Microsoft will do the right thing and give away some more free copies of Windows 10 to get everyone up to the most recent version. But it's also another operating system that you have no control over. They're allowed to change it however they want to. And you can do some tweaks and you can get down and dirty into it and make changes and hopefully it doesn't break anything. Unlike Linux where you own it, and you can tweak it and you can do what you want with it. And if the desktop environment that you're using right now, you don't like, or you don't like the changes that it's making, then you can change. Just like if you like GNOME and you don't like what's happening with GNOME 3 and you want to go back to a GNOME 2 type interface, you can do that. There are desktop environments that support you in being able to do that. And with Windows, if say you have live tiles in your start menu that refresh when it connects to the internet and in a lot of cases there are ads being served to you and then microsoft loses the domain like what happened last week you have no control over that either you just have to deal with that microsoft lost control of that subdomain someone else can go re register it and then put whatever they want into your operating system just like you don't have to deal with them collecting information about you seeing how you use it automatically turning on a voice assistant that you're never going to use and trying to force you to use any of the default applications that come with the distribution and feeding ads into it, not including the OEM partner problems where they're allowing remote access because of security applications that they want to make sure that they can update firmware on your machine without your knowledge. Just like, say, Superfish or any of the other OEM partners that work with Microsoft to roll out windows on their devices that have come up recently in the news. There's several of them and I can't even name all of them. But that's what my point is today about the Disco Dingo release last week is that this is a great day for computing. And it is a perfect excuse that if you've never used it, it's the time, it's now the time to give it a chance. Get another hard drive, dual partition, whatever it is, and give it a shot and see what it's all about and see what it's like to own your computer again. That's gonna do it for me today. It was a little bit of grandstanding for me just because i'm so excited and like i was saying it's such a win but just computers in general and the openness that you're allowed to do what you want with your computer and not be at the mercy of these mega conglomerates are telling you how to use your machine that's gonna do it for me today i hope you like this episode reach out to me get me at that new email address obscurenarration at gmail.com check out that website obscurenarration.com you can find all the links to subscribe including the weekly audio and video feeds 
that you can download into any of your podcast clients. I've been complaining about podcast clients recently and I realized not podcast client. It's Pocket Cast is my problem. And I've ditched Pocket Cast and moved on to a better podcast player. But you can go to that website and you can find all of those things and you can figure out uh, how you want to watch the show and how, or how you want to listen to it. You can get at me, ObscureNarration at gmail.com. You get me on Twitter at Dom Corvo, Instagram at Dom Corvo. And I'd love to hear from you. That's going to do it for me today. And I would love to hear from you about what you think about the Disco Dingo release, what you like about in the Disco Dingo release, and which is what you like about Linux in general and why release day is such a big deal. That's going to do it for me today. Y'all tomorrow.